She's not here. I hunch deeper into the protection of a small copse of stunted black barks. Condensed mist drips down the dark leaves and soaks my shawl. Come on, Ilvan. As if I could force her to appear by the power of thought. Across the close-cropped lawn, House Malka's grey stone face waits. A patient prison. In just a few days, Ilvan's family will ship her off upriver to some Samar wine farmer, and today's the last chance we have to be alone together. Mother won't miss me for ages yet. I can risk waiting a few minutes more for Ilvan to show. My stomach churns. I hope that no servant saw me leave and that my mother is still at her writing desk, engaged in scribbling long missives to her beloved son, Owen. So beloved, in fact, that he never bothers to leave his townhouse to see her. Mother's schedule is narrow and predictable. Like all the women in the high houses, her life is ruled by a list of acceptable and appropriate behaviours, all of them dictated to her by men. First her father, then her husband, and now her son. One day that will be my lot, I suppose, and it's this thought that made me convince Ilvan to run off with me into town to be nothing more than freelammers for a brief afternoon. Excitement swirls in me, and my breathing goes tight. The minutes stretch, and my hands are slick from the cold and the dampness of my clothes. Ilvan's not going to make it. Her mother, for all that she's tiny and delicate as a glass doll, is a frightful drake. If that cold witch caught even the slightest wind of Ilvan's jaunt, then my friend is probably locked in her room. The memory of our last meeting returns to me. It seems a lifetime ago, and yet only a bare few days have passed. Lady Malka's words are still fresh as I remember the hate I felt when she stared me down, my friend cowering behind her. Ilvan refuses to look at me. She twists the new silver band on her smallest finger around and around until the skin is red. I cannot draw my gaze away from this tiny detail that has changed everything between us. We have many preparations to make, says Lady Malka. There is something frosty about her, and when she talks I expect to feel her breath against my face like a winter sea gale. Instead, her voice is calm and quiet, but hidden under it are snake hisses and sneers. Ilvan will not be available for your games today, Felicitor, dear. There is a subtle emphasis on games and dear. Nothing overt. I am, after all, from House Pelham. But enough for me to know that Malka are determined to claw their way up to their old level on the social scale. It's a warning of sorts. I look past Lady Malka, ignoring her. Ilvan's shoulders are hunched. Her pale face is marked with tears, the shadows under her eyes bruised black and purple. Seeing her like this strikes at my very heart. If Lady Malka were not here, I would fold Ilvan in my arms and kiss her white gold hair, tell her that everything will work out somehow. Instead, I clench my fists together and raise my head high. I cannot show weakness in this house. Rumours would spread, and my family would lose face. I thought you were going to come to university with me next year. It's a stupid thing to say, 
but I have nothing else. I can hardly ask her about this marriage in front of her mother. I already know all they're going to tell me. Summer will have tutors, Ilvin mumbles, staring at the polished white floor. Her pale hair is held back with a little metal pin decorated with the four pointed emerald leaves of her family's crest. Those tiny green leaves are a lie, promising growth where there is none. I want to scream. My friend doesn't mumble. She doesn't walk with her head down. She doesn't quietly accept that her education will be left in the hands of boys fresh from university. Ilvan? I want to remind her that she is a person who kicks off her shoes and stockings to run across the green fields behind our estates, that she once helped me play pranks on my idiot of a brother, that we are sister friends, that we have kissed and sworn eternal friendship. She looks up, and her eyes are pleading. She wants me to stay. She wants me to go.